0: Right, everybody. Welcome to the Barca Blood this podcast. My name is Josh. Hope everyone had a good week. So my uh, my thoughts on Barcelona in La Liga have <laughs> somewhat come to fruition. Not to brag or anything. Not that that was that much of a prediction of going out on a limb or anything. And they could still screw it up. But as of today, I'm recording this a few hours before uh, the match against Granada. Barcelona's La Liga hopes are in their own hands. Uh, time and time again, as we have seen, Atletico Madrid have tripped over themselves. Uh, their last three matches, they lost to Bilbao. They drew against Ibar or they drew against Betis. They lost to Sevilla. They just haven't looked good. They drew against Getafe. They lost to Chelsea in the Champions League. They drew against Real Madrid. Like, the the athletic form of early on in the season is just gone. It's, it's chalked, as the kids like to say. And that has lent itself to continued Barcelona success and a point where Barcelona's La Liga fortunes are in their own hands way earlier than I expected. Like, I thought this was going to at least go a few more matches, maybe even, maybe even up until Barcelona play Atletico in, like, I guess, what is that, like, eight or nine days? Nine days, ten days? Uh, so the Barcelona schedule, they play Granada today, then they have a match against Valencia on Sunday, quick little two matches in five days, then a week off, six days off. And then the big match against Atletico where they could pretty much kind of, I mean, if they win these next three, it's over. Uh, I'm not sure what the math on that looks like, but you got to think, especially with Real Madrid, (laughs) like the, I don't know, Barcelona should win the league at this point. I actually wonder who... Liga favorites. Let's look at the odds checker. Yeah, they're minus two hundred. Uh, atleti are plus two twenty-five, Real are plus eight hundred. So Barcelona, pretty clear favorites. Uh let's see how this has changed. And it looks like it's they it looks like they've been the favorites. Can't see anything with dark mode. Hang on. My browser. Looks like Barcelona became favorites earlier this month. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Um, They crossed each other, like, on April 8th. Looks like Barcelona became minus 142 favorites. At least this is on a sports betting website. Uh, Okay. So, Liga in Barcelona's control. A 2-1 win over Villarreal, which was, like, solid enough. I, I don't think I was... Again, like we're not supposed to be blown away by Barcelona at this point in the season. It's just another very important win. Uh, Griezmann has looked great. Pedro finally got some rest. Um, there, there are some... I guess if I were to take like one negative thing away, it would be that Griezmann, De Jong, and Messi are all one yellow card away from an automatic ban. Which, as long as that doesn't happen for the Atletico game, because you can't lose that game, right? That opens up the door again, even though I wouldn't be shocked if Barcelona could lose the Athletic game and still win the Liga because Atleti's form has just sucked. Uh, but you don't want them to be suspended for that match. So if you're gonna get it over with, hopefully it's either today or after that against Levante or something along those lines. Um, in terms of Barcelona news, there wasn't a it was like somewhat a quiet week compared to the Super League week of last week. Uh Eric Garcia deal is reportedly getting closer and closer the inevitable uh Barcelona have rejected PSG's initial offer for Emerson they have offered less than 15 million euro apparently uh Juve have joined the race for Memphis Depay although Barcelona still are reportedly his first choice and speaking of Juventus Barcelona according to reports are interested in Mateus De De Delict, uh his like career with Juventus has been a little bit strange, right? You look at him and Frank and they kind of went in opposite directions. The um, Lake has been really good for Juventus, but I don't think he's been as standoff, stand, as much of a standout player as he was at Ajax. That's not going to happen. Um, and then, I hate even bringing this up, but I wrote the report on it. And I only did it because Jill asked me to. So, Jill, if you're listening, you know I... Just the Neymar rumors. I I can't do it. I can't. Uh, Barcelona are reportedly trying to secure a sponsorship deal to aid the Neymar signing that they... Uh, I mean, it's just... I don't know. All I know is if they somehow get like a, just a boatload of money and they... Choose Neymar over Erling Holland, if that's like a choice that they can make. Just come on. If you if anything, if you want to hold out hope that Neymar will return on a free next year, do that. That's like in the realm of possibilities, right? You know what's not in the realm of possibility? Barcelona are dropping like a hundred million on Neymar this summer. And if they did, Barcelona Finch, in my opinion, should be pissed because Erling Haaland is clearly the much better long-term prospects. Although, I guess if Messi comes to you and says, like, get Neymar or I'm going to PSG, then, you know, I guess he would do anything. Speaking of PSG, uh, PSG have reportedly made an unbeatable offer for Lionel Messi. Uh, so Marcelo Betchler, who, he was the journalist who first broke the Neymar to PSG story Uh, They've already made an offer for two years, the option for one more. They are, you know, they made the Champions League final last year, then the semifinals this year, although they're down to Pep's team. Barcelona, there was a report that uh, Jorge Messi met with uh, Barcelona upper management this week again, and they still don't know what they can offer Messi, although there have been reports that they know they can't offer him what he's making right now. And they have to figure out kind of who they can buy and sell this summer. Uh, Bachelor adds his report that back in December, Messi didn't want to hear any offers and wait to the end of the season. Uh, Barcelona have six matches left. Of course, they could still end up getting two trophies this year, which would be pretty significant. Um, so, I still think he stays at Barcelona. Like we we haven't talked about this as much recently because there haven't been a ton of developments. PSG are going to back up the, you know, the bank, the I guess an American term like the Brinks truck or whatever, and offer him a ton of money that he's not going to be able to make at Barcelona. You know, I'm not going to lie. If I were Messi, it'd be pretty tempting to go to PSG with Neymar and Mbappe, just to make a run at it. They would clearly be the favorites to win the Champions League. I. Like uh, last month or a month before when Ronaldo came on, like we talked about whether or not that matters to Messi, getting more Champions League matters, or whether it's more about doing it at Barcelona or nowhere else in Europe. I'm not so sold on that. I think Messi clearly wants to win more Champions Leagues. I don't think it's about just winning them at Barcelona. I think if PSG offer him a better chance, and that is more important to him than comfort and legacy, then he will do it. But He seems like a guy who might value comfort and legacy more than another Champions League notch on his belt. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, That's kind of it for Barcelona chat. I did want to just briefly discuss the Champions League. So if if you only listen to Barcelona stuff, then tune out now. Thanks for listening. Uh, So Champions League this week. Chelsea won, Real Madrid won. What a weird game. I mean, I think that like anyone would say these were clearly the two weakest teams in the semifinal. Um, between the four teams left. But I was more so impressed with Chelsea, obviously, like Christian Pulisic with the great move. You look at the shots and shots on target, possession was pretty much equal. Chelsea had more shots. They had five times as many shots on target. Their pass accuracy was better. They looked like the far better team. They fouled less. They had less yellow cards. They were more disciplined. Like Chelsea under Thomas Ducal has been great obviously their their form in the Premier League hasn't been all that um, outstanding to say the least so, like let me look at the Premier League so they're they're in top four right now they're three points above West Ham Um, so if they can kind of keep like and, and they've three of their last five they've dropped points in the Premier League so their Champions League form is great uh, and to go away even though away matches are much different in today's term than they were a couple years ago uh, to go into Madrid, and to get an away goal is huge. Now they just have to do it at the bridge, right? So that was obviously the earlier match. And then yesterday, Manchester City 2, PSG 1. What a weird game. So City had more possession. They were much more accurate with their passing. They they fouled a lot more. They were much more kind of strategic in like the Pep Guardiola way of, challenging PSG. Uh, the red card um, came after uh, City had scored their two goals. And I don't know. This was, it wasn't the match I expected, I guess. And I was obviously disappointed in PSG. Like City were able to really nullify a lot of their counterattack. And it was just really just like a very well planned out well executed match from city and it puts psg on their back heels which they haven't been recently um in both their matches or in both their uh knockout stage matches against barcelona and byron they've gone into the second leg with a lead this time they're going into the second leg down so it's going to be interesting to see them deploy that attack while they're also in the midst of <clears throat> excuse me while they're also in the midst of a battle for Legoon. So they currently sit second in their domestic league, down one point, uh, and only one point above Monaco. And so PSG can't really afford to take matches off right now. Um, their upcoming schedule, they have a league match this Saturday against Lenz, and then back for the second leg three days later in Manchester. And so, I don't know. PSG find themselves in a very interesting spot be kind of weird if we had manchester city chelsea in the champions league final it'd be weird only for the reason that i think if you were to ask me top few teams in europe i wouldn't put chelsea or real madrid in like the top five but here we are that sometimes happens in these sort of tournaments um that's all i got everybody kind of a little bit of an off week barcelona hold their own destiny for the La liga title race it's going to be certainly fascinating to see how that how things develop heading into the athletic match on may 8th so Hope everyone enjoyed listening. Thank you. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple. Give it a rating. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, all the places. Check out the great content on BarcaBlogGarnas.com. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks.